Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Ditching Imposter Syndrome podcast with me, your host, Claire Yosa, author of Ditching Imposter Syndrome. And today we're talking about how to ditch imposter syndrome in five simple steps. I know that sounds like a really big promise. I've spent the last 18 years specializing in this field so that you don't have to. And I've distilled the processes that I have taught to thousands of people down into five core steps that I want to guide you through today. So if you are serious about moving beyond the bridge of coping strategies approach and actually doing something to set yourself free from imposter syndrome, this episode is for you. So welcome. We're going to start today by looking at how to spot the impact imposter syndrome is having for you, my magic self-mentoring question, and what it's costing you. Then I'll guide you through the five-step process I've developed over the last 18 years of specialising in this field. I'll share the secret first step that most people are missing out, which is why they can stay stuck with imposter syndrome for decades despite their best efforts. We'll talk about how long it takes to genuinely clear out imposter syndrome, what life feels like after ditching imposter syndrome. Plus, I'm going to share with you what you can do right now if you are hungry to take action on this. So how can you spot the impact imposter syndrome is having for you and what it's costing you? Think about something that's really important to you that you've not been doing. A goal, a vision, an ambition. I was talking to somebody today who is really inspirational on what they do to make a difference. And they had an idea to start a podcast. And when I asked them, when are you going to start your podcast? They're like, "Mm, one day. So it's that kind of thing. The stuff that you're saying one day about maybe someday that you know you'll regret if you don't do it. Then the self-mentoring question. I can't do that because I haven't done that yet because... Let's three, four, five answers bubble up. If you're listening to this and it's somewhere that's safe for you to jot down some notes, press pause right now and jot those notes down. Scribble down what came up. I can't do that because I haven't done it yet. Because. Because the becauses hold the key. When you look through that list, some of the answers will be off. Well, that is just nonsense. Great. Draw a line through it. Yeah. Delete it off the app if you were typing this into a phone. But some of them, there'll be a Oh, yeah. Yeah, you recognize those. Now, if any of those statements are about who you are, I am. Yeah, I'm not good enough. I'm not ready. What if they realize that they made a mistake? What if I fail? Then chances are that's imposter syndrome running. And imposter syndrome is holding you back from taking action. And the problem is that most of the time when we self-sabotage, we're doing it at a subconscious level. It's not that we sit there and go, yay, imposter syndrome is running. I want to self-sabotage my success in this next thing. How can I do that? Just as we go on autopilot, you know, if I find my keys in the fridge and wonder how I put them there, our self-sabotage is running on autopilot too. It fires off and there are neuroscience reasons that I'd love to cover in a future episode for this. It fires off before our thinking mind becomes consciously aware that we want to sabotage it. So we have to deal with imposter syndrome. Otherwise, we're constantly running on catch up once we've self-sabotaged, trying to stop it. But a lot of us are self-sabotaging every day due to imposter syndrome. When we don't speak up with that great idea, when we hold back on an opinion and we conform with the groupthink, 
when we turn down an opportunity to shine and maybe even justify that we're too busy or it's the not right time or we even volunteer somebody else for it. When we take on stuff that isn't really our job that leaves us overwhelmed because we're people pleasing. When someone praises us and we volunteer a but and then criticise ourselves. When we don't own our role in successes and we write it off as fluke or luck or great timing or a team effort. These micro self-sabotage events are triggered by imposter syndrome too and over time they build up. Yeah, they happen multiple times a day where we are holding back on being who we really are, becoming that whole version of us, conforming, playing small, playing safe. So one of the reasons it's important to understand what imposter syndrome is costing you is that can actually give you the motivation and the energy to do something about it. In the world of meditation and yoga, we call that Shakti, S-H-A-K-T-I. It is like that passion, that oomph that gets us taking action. So moving on to the five-step process I've created over the last 18 years. The first step is all about clearing out the imposter syndrome myths that we've fallen for. So here's the thing, the unconscious mind won't let you make a change it believes is impossible. So if you are secretly running the belief that our imposter syndrome is incurable, then your unconscious mind is going to go, yep, okay, I'm going to make sure that Claire spots examples of that and it will make it incurable for you. If you've fallen for the myth that I need it to perform, then ditching imposter syndrome will trigger your fear that you won't be performing to the same standards. So you need to clear out that myth before you dive in more deeply. Now, if you want to take action on your imposter syndrome myths, I actually have a five day training absolutely free to help you spot what your personal myths are and to deal with five of the most common ones. So this is the secret first step that most people are missing out which is why they can stay stuck with imposter syndrome for years. Because their unconscious mind fell for those myths, it subconsciously self-sabotages their success in clearing out imposter syndrome. So to get that, you want to go to clareyosa.com forward slash myths. And there's a direct link for that over at the show notes page for today's episode at ditchingimpostorsyndrome.com forward slash podcast forward slash 016. So that's step one, is laying those foundations. There's other stuff I do in step one, for example, that you'll see if you've got the Ditching Imposter Syndrome book. And then step two is all about taming your inner critic. So this is about learning how to choose which thoughts to feed. It's about using the power of neuroplasticity to rewire your neural pathways, to retune that in a radio station to become more positive. It's about retraining the filters in your brain that tell you what to pay attention to, to spot what's going well, not just what you're doing wrong. And it's surprisingly simple to do. It just takes practice. So this is the next step in the five steps for ditching imposter syndrome. The third step is where we then dive in and start dealing with the sticky stuff, clearing out hidden blocks, limiting beliefs, fears, excuses, the stuff that gets in our way, that makes us self-sabotage, that controls our thoughts and our behaviour. And by clearing those out at the root cause level rather than at the symptom level, at the effect level, it means they simply melt away. And you clear those out in this process, both at the thinking level, but also the body memory level, because otherwise, like a dandelion, they'll just sprout back up somewhere else between the paving slabs. Step four is where you really 
wave goodbye to imposter syndrome. You've laid incredible foundations. You've cleared out myths that would have caused you to self-sabotage that process. You've learned and practiced with taming your inner critic. You've cleared out the limiting beliefs and blocks that might be really what you would do with classic coaching. And this is where we go that next layer deeper. We deal with the stuff that was driving all of that. You do the identity level work to shift who you see yourself as being to allow you to feel safe, to take off the masks and the armor so you can become more of the real you. And this is really where the magic happens. And then step five is about consciously creating your future. Most of the time when we think about what we want, it's from that closed down, fear-based place of what if they find me out? What if they realize I'm not good enough? What if this is the final straw that means da-da-da-da-da? Yeah? When you've cleared out the myths, you've turned your inner critic into a genuine cheerleader, not pretending and whitewashing, but genuine. When you've cleared out the secret blocks and fears, when you've Release the deeper stuff that was triggering that and shifted your sense of self to allow yourself to become the version of you that achieves that goal and that dream. And you create your future plans from that space. I'm sure you can imagine how different those plans become and how different the actions are that you take. So those are the five steps for my ditching imposter syndrome process. Deal with the myths. Tame your inner critic. Clear out the hidden blocks, fears, beliefs and excuses. Do the identity level work and that deeper root cause level work to allow yourself to become more of who you really are and then consciously create your future. So how long does it take to do this? Because lots of us have been running imposter syndrome for decades. Well, the more we resist the process, the longer it takes. So what I found is that some people have read Ditching Imposter Syndrome in a weekend and boom, it's done. My Stepping Up to Lead program, for example, which takes leaders through my Stepping Up to Lead program, for example, which is all about making that shift from being a manager to being a leader, that takes about 90 days. And that's really deep acting. And actually, we clear out imposter syndrome about two thirds of the way through. And the rest of it is the consciously creating the future. But you don't have to go the whole hog. You can do this in bite-sized chunks. You can get that free training, clayosa.com forward slash myths, and start clearing out the myths today. And then you've already made progress on step one. You can join me for my inner critic bootcamp training and nail step two. And actually, spoiler alert, we do some of the other steps in that one as well. You can read the book and guide yourself through it and make the most of the resources that are in the Reader's Vault. You could go VIP in the Reader's Vault to fast track your journey. So it takes as little time or as much time as you want. And it comes in layers. You might find, for example, that you read Ditching Imposter Syndrome and the first time you read it, you do one layer of the onion. And then a few months later, you might read it again and do that next layer. But what does life feel like after Imposter Syndrome? So... I do a lot of podcasts and radio interviews and I'm often asked, well, Claire, you must still have imposter syndrome. (laughs) The thing is, I really don't. Now, it doesn't mean I never think an imposter syndrome thought. If I get a phone call or an email saying, hey, Claire, could you keynote for us in such and such a country in front of 10,000 people? Then there might be a bit of me that goes, oh, yeah. (laughs) And in the olden days, that might well have fired off imposter syndrome. What I see that as now is, okay, that is just 
my subconscious saying I don't yet see myself as being the kind of person that does that. What do I need to let go of to allow myself to become that version of me? And that is then what I focus on. I allow myself to shift who I am being. And by that, I don't mean pretending to be somebody else. I mean, which aspect of me am I showing up with? To allow myself to become the kind of person that takes that side of thing, that sort of thing in their stride and even gets excited about it. So if the thought comes up, it no longer fires off my inner drama queen. (laughs) It doesn't get me self-sabotaging. It's a sign that, okay, I'm about to stretch and grow. I need to allow myself to step up and work at the next level. How can I do that? And that becomes what I focus on instead of how to hold myself back in self-sabotage. So after imposter syndrome, you just simply do the things that you've been wanting to do without the drama, without the procrastination, without the perfectionism, without the project paralysis, without the people pleasing. You just get on with feeling so comfortable in your own skin that you give others around you unconscious permission to feel the same. And things that in the olden days maybe would have challenged you and felt difficult become exciting and fun and a chance for growth. So the resources I'm about to mention are all listed on the show notes page for today's episode at ditchingimpostorsyndrome.com forward slash podcast forward slash 016. So if you want to go the whole hog and you want to work with me or one of my certified mentors, Stepping Up to Lead is a 90-day program that guides you through exactly how to do this at the deepest levels with some group calls and with mentoring one-to-one support. So you can really have tailored support to clear out those blocks. If your priority at the moment is dealing with your inner critic and negative self-talk with stress, anxiety, exhaustion, worry, then the natural resilience method that I teach forms the foundation for my inner critic bootcamp program. That is a six-week program that's a blend of self-study with supported tutorial calls. So this could be a really brilliant next step for you. If you're just dipping your toe in the water and you know, you're not ready to go the whole hog yet and really dive in, you just want to feel like you're getting started, then it's time for step one, my free course on ditching the myths. And if you know that you're a self-starter and you love to learn from books, particularly if it's supported with a reader's vault that's got extra videos and audios, then Ditching Imposter Syndrome guides you through step by step on how to start to set yourself free from imposter syndrome and do that deeper work at that identity level. As I said, information on all of that is over at ditchingimpostorsyndrome.com forward slash podcast forward slash 016. And I'd love to hear from you. What is imposter syndrome costing you? How has it been holding you back? And what would it take for you to make the commitment today to take the first tiny step towards setting yourself free from this at the next level? I'm here to be your virtual cheerleader and I've got options to support you whichever level it is you want to work at from self-study and free stuff and the book which costs the price of a pizza through to full-on working with me directly and my mentors. If you want to find out more, you want to talk about how we could create an imposter syndrome ditching strategy for your organisation, you can book a call. Let's grab a coffee together, yeah? You can do that at claireyosa.com forward slash call. And you might be surprised how easily you could have a huge impact on shifting imposter syndrome in your organization and in your teams. So I hope you found today's episode useful and consider this your official nudge. If you've been putting up with imposter syndrome for a while, 
There's so much that you can do to set yourself free from it, to move beyond coping strategies. And I'd love to get to support you on that journey.